Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, February 15th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. I will be joined by Jonah Booker here in a minute. I want to start off with last night's Ohio State basketball game, and then we'll get to football for the majority of the show. Really bad loss for Ohio State's basketball team. Their worst loss of the season. Last night at the shot, Illinois took them down 63-56. to Illinois came in just 9-15 and on the year. Five and eight in the Big Ten, and they took down the Buckeyes. Buckeyes now fall to sixteen and eight on the season, six and seven in the Big Ten. They had won three straight games. They really needed that win last night. Illinois has really the worst ranking of any team in the Big Ten um, when you look at their overall resume. So the Buckeyes could not do anything right. They were turning the ball over left and right. Eighteen turnovers for Ohio State in the game. They also couldn't shoot. Shot thirty-six percent from the floor, just fifteen percent from three-point range. Two of thirteen from three-point range. So just a disaster for the Buckeyes last night, and it's going to be a quick turnaround. They go up to East Lansing on Sunday to play Michigan State. Game will tip off at 1 o'clock. It'll be televised by CBS. That's going to be a really difficult win. We'll see if they can bounce back. All right, now let's get into some football here with Jonah Booker. Uh, Jay Book, um, let's start with all of these grad transfer offensive linemen Ohio State is going after. I love this. I mean, don't just go after one and put all your eggs in the Jonah Jackson basket. I feel like he's the best one out there, but you know, he's going to decide between Ohio State and Oklahoma, um, you know, supposedly sometime this month. He doesn't have to, but that's what we're hearing, Jonah Jackson. Uh, that'd be great if Ohio State lands him. But then also going hard after R.J. Proctor, a uh, kid that uh, played at Virginia last year. It's a grad transfer. He will visit Ohio State uh, March 1st through the 3rd. He's also going to visit Texas. Um, so he's got some big guys going after him. And the latest one to come on the scene, Jay Book, is Parker Braun. Offensive lineman from Georgia Tech. Um, he's already visited Florida. He's going to visit Texas. He might visit Ohio State, might visit Auburn. So maybe they're kind of on the outside looking in right now with Parker Braun. But what do you make of all this? Is this bad news that all of a sudden, you know, maybe they're looking at these other guys? Does that mean they don't feel good about Jonah Jackson? And, and just what do you make out of all this? I think it's twofold. I think it's one, a result of uh, the recent recruiting misses that they've had on the offensive line. I know uh, as far as the numbers, they want they want to have more bodies there. Um, and because they had uh, the guys that they were recently targeting and not getting the numbers that they wanted, uh, as far as the offensive line, they're now turning the route to the grad transfer route. It's sort of a, a short-term Band-Aid fix. Obviously, the recruiting has to get better when it comes to the offensive line. They need more numbers there. So this uh, upcoming recruiting class is going to be huge in, in that regard. It's going to be imperative that they at least get about four or five guys there. Uh, but it, it also tells me that they also don't feel 100% comfortable with what they have in place right now. So they're looking for an experienced guy who's going to be able to potentially step in and help the team right away. I'm not saying that one of those guys will be a starter, but an opportunity to be within the two deep, I don't think you're going to bring in a, a grad transfer 
uh, and kind of slow the development down of your younger guys if you don't think that person can help contribute right away. So I'm, I'm looking at it as a situation where they're trying to uh, put a Band-Aid on the recruiting misses, but also looking for someone who can step in with valuable game experience. That's something that can't be taught is when someone has valuable game reps under their belt, they may be able to help alleviate some of those misses that they're experiencing right now. And obviously, I mean, they want to land at least one of these guys. And, again, I commend Ryan Day and his staff for, you know, going hard after, you know, all these guys and making sure because they need to land one of them. Um, uh, hopefully they'll land one of them. My question for you, and hopefully they, I think Jonah, again, I think Jonah Jackson is the one that I would prefer. So hopefully they land Jonah Jackson. My question for you, do you think they would take two if two wanted to come? I know they'd have to, like, have a little, little bit of quote-unquote roster management if that – transpired, but you think Ohio State would take two of these guys if, if they could? I don't know if they would take two. Um, with Brandon Bowen coming back healthy and should be ready to roll, I think one would be best fit to help uh, with the depth there. Um, you don't want to really stunt your younger guys. You do have some highly regarded offense alignment that are in the two deep that were considered four- and five-star high school All-Americans. Obviously, they want to have more bodies there. I can't see them taking two, especially with them having to really um, have a numbers crunch as far as the roster management. Right now, with the way the NCAA transfer portal is going, you don't know who can decide to up and leave at any given moment. They obviously will have to get their numbers to 85 by summer camp start. Um, so they will have to do some finessing there when it comes to the to the roster, but I think they can absolutely squeeze one in, two maybe a stretch. All right, switching gears, um, I want to look at guys entering their second year in the program. Could be true sophomores, could be redshirt freshmen. It could really rise up and make it make a huge impact this year, or at least a relatively you know big impact. Um, who are some guys, some second year players you're really looking out for this year, Jay Book? Yeah, I'm going to start on the defensive side of the ball, and Taraja Mitchell is a guy that I'm very excited about. I know they feature him a lot of their workout videos this winter. Um, I know the coaches, have, they're speaking very highly of him. I think he's the thumper that you really need at the at the Mike linebacker, someone who can come down here with bad intentions and, and really play with that nasty dog in him, and I think he fits that bill. Uh, I think right now he's in a total body transformation. He came in um, as a guy that really cut weight, and now they're really transitioning his body to a grown man to where he's uh, fully invested in Coach Mick's uh, strength and conditioning program, and they're starting to see the benefits from that. So I'm looking for him to be a guy that can break out. And, and another guy that I've had people tell me, uh, Alex Grinch was really high on when he was here is Josh Proctor at the safety position. They thought that he has potential star in the making, and there were some whispers that Alex Grinch wanted to play him now but was overridden by Shiano and Meyer because they felt he wasn't ready to go. So if, if, the, if Grinch was right in that, and, and if you look at how well uh, Proctor was in the high school rankings. I think he is a guy to keep an eye on. Obviously, you're going to have your returning starters back there, but I think he can see the field and potentially be uh, some type of impact player. Um, and I think just, I know there's been a lot of talk about 
on the offensive side, the running backs, and it's going to be imperative for Master T to really up his game. I know Ryan Day talked about him on National Signing Day. They really need to get him going, um, especially with with them having a, a couple of recruiting misses there. The numbers aren't there as far as experience. The potential and the talent is there, and they really need Master T to come on strong to back up J.K. Dobbins there. Very nice segue. I want to ask you about a true freshman running back who should still be in high school right now, Marcus Crowley, um, who um, obviously is enrolled early at Ohio State. I did a story for him uh, for the site yesterday. I mean, a kid that really, I mean, he was always good, but, you know, for Ohio State standards, he was kind of like an under-the-radar kid, a three-star kid for a while, was eventually bumped up to four stars because he tore it up as a senior. You know, over 2,300 rushing yards, you know, 31 touchdowns, average over 10 yards per carry. Gatorade State Player of the Year uh, in the state of Florida from the now Ohio State pipeline of uh, Trinity Christian there in uh, Jacksonville. But uh, just your expectations for Marcus Crowley. I don't think he's going to come in and be a starter or anything, but can he come in and at least uh, you know, give guys like Master Teague a run for their money? I think he's absolutely going to push Master Teague. Um, as you mentioned, he's an underrated guy. I think he will he would need to first make his living on all special teams. But if he goes into spring ball because he's already on campus and he starts balling out, then obviously they they could absolutely um, put him in the mix. And I, I just can't believe that it finally took uh, late in the process, right before signing day, that he actually got his bump to four stars. I mean, you're talking about uh, a highly regarded national player of the year in Florida playing against big boy football down there. And for him to be overlooked by a lot of the, the major schools is pretty telling. Obviously, he was uh, committed to University of Miami, and then Ohio State jumped in, and they were able to get that flip. But I think I think you're right when you said that the Buckeyes may have found a gym here. And, and if he can really um, show that he can handle the college game when it comes to blitz pickups and understand understanding what they're trying to do schematically, blocking-wise, and doing all the other intangibles that they're going to need, he can absolutely see the field in some type of role. Ohio State is not shy about playing freshman when it comes to the running back position. They're just looking to try to get the most talent on the field when it comes to the running back spot. So I'm excited to see what he does this spring. We will get a nice little gauge about where he's at as far as the, the spring Obviously, uh, DeMario McCall is going to be a name that's in the mix there because they've officially moved him to a permanent running back spot. But I think he's going to be more of a, a Swiss Army knife to where he's going to be a complement to whoever the lead back is, which obviously would be J.K. Dobbins. But you want to have at least three to four guys ready to go at that position at any given time. Great stuff, as always, from Jonah Booker on a Friday. Really appreciate it, Jay Book. You can catch him on Twitter at jbook37. Thank you very much, jbook, and thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. Hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Let's hear the Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Bye.